Well, we have all been worried about the lasting effects of the smoke we've all been breathing in due to the wildfires. Many of us have been avoiding going outside. Schools have canceled recess for kids. But what do you do if you don't have a home or a shelter or, or the shelters are at capacity? Chief Ministry Officer Jonathan Miller of the Scott Mission is joining us now. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, good morning, Maggie. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. I think this is an important conversation that I haven't really seen a lot of people talking about. How have you seen, uh, you know, just more, have you seen more activities since, you know, we've, due to the smoke, uh, you know, everybody's staying inside. You uh, obviously serve uh, people who are uh, street involved. So have you seen more people coming inside? We've uh, definitely seen an in increase uh, even before um, the wildfire smoke and, and, and definitely even last week as, as we've seen it in the city. I mean, you raise a, a really good point that, you know, for many of us, we have the opportunity just to go inside to our homes or to our apartments and get away. But there's people who are struggling with homelessness uh, with really nowhere to go. And so uh, whether through our drop-in center during the day or with our shelter at night, we're seeing that definitely an increase in the number of people that are, are staying and, and coming to to kind of get away from this at this point. And are you able to service an influx of people? I mean, you know, the city has said <clears> that <throat> they will be working with providers to set aside temporary spaces for those who want to stay inside. What does that mean for capacity levels for you at Scott Mission? Well, our shelter is at uh, capacity uh, every single night. We have a 66-bed uh, men's shelter right downtown in Kensington Market, Um and it's it's full every night uh, with with uh, with our with our guests. Um, many of them are, are older. Um, they're they're uh, uh, one third is over the age of uh, sixty, and we've got uh, a lot of them with health conditions, and so they're they're eager to stay inside. And we've seen, um, you know, we're just doing our best to service them with our drop-in program. We've seen we opened our doors a little bit earlier last week than we normally do, just to get people inside. And and uh, but it is it is busy every single day in there, uh, regardless at this point. So what is the, what is the the lasting um, result or or what do we do in this situation, Jonathan? I mean, you know, this is not going to go away. Obviously, we have clear skies now, but you know, this is just a taste of what we can see in the future. And you know, I've last week I talked to uh, someone at Young Street Mission about um, uh, about the heat. And getting people inside, obviously, you know, we, you know, we were experiencing hotter temperatures a little bit earlier in the season than we normally do. And yet we didn't have cooling uh, centers open to kind of accommodate people who live on the streets. Now we're dealing with uh, the smoke from wildfires as well. How do we... I mean, this is an ongoing election issue as well of how do we not handle the homeless, but how do we actually treat them with dignity and provide shelter for them mm -hmm. as well? Uh, so, you know, even as we're in the throes of this mayoral campaign, what is the long term solution for this. I mean, climate change is not going away. From what we're hearing That's from right. experts, we can see this possibly happening maybe again later on this year, maybe even this week. Um, and it's going to it's gonna be in a reoccurring thing. Um, and when we're telling everybody else to stay inside, and yet those who are struggling with just obtaining shelter cannot, what's the long-term uh, uh, response to this? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, is for people that are in crisis and whatever that looks like, um, they need stability, they need solutions in, in, in these moments. And, and you can't get out of crisis when you don't have a place to live or to go. And so, you know, it's great to hear the uh, conversations that are happening in Toronto with the mayoral candidates about many things, including the need for, for housing and for emergency um, uh, shelters and whatnot. Um, but I, I think part of it is we, we need real action on that and, you know, a real investment by the city and all levels of government into actually providing the real solutions for that. And then for organizations like ourselves, and you mentioned others like Young, Young Street Mission, they're doing great work. And there's many others in the city that's it's working together to, to not only meet the, the physical needs of people, but also address the emotional, the spiritual, uh, the whole holistic approach to actually seeing people move from from crisis towards stability and ultimately towards uh, transformation. Absolutely. And Scott Mission does such a great job of that. I've done a number of stories on you guys over the years and uh, you, you. you guys do great, great, great work. What do you want to hear from the city? First of all, I guess my question to you, Jonathan, <clears throat> have you heard from the city, uh, especially the, at the height of last week when we had, you know, smog and smoke going through? Was there any talk of providing more funding for these temporary spaces? Uh, we, we have an ongoing uh, conversation with the city. We actually have a really good relationship with the city, and we're thankful for that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've heard from them last week. They issue their, their memos and information updates. So we have our, our, our own uh, officer from the city who works directly with us on our shelter and our drop-ins. Um, so, you know, we're all, I think we're all kind of heading towards the same goal in this and just trying to work together to make sure that those who are vulnerable and, and in a you know, struggling with some of these issues are, are best served at this time. So that was a really good diplomatic answer, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're trying to make everybody happy, you know, not rock All the right. boat. Uh, but, but what does that mean? So you heard from them, but what did that actively practically mean for creating spaces in the height of the smoke? And, and, you know, just again, being able to not turn people away or provide spaces for them in conjunction, in partnership with the city, if people wanted to come inside yeah i mean like i, I mentioned that we, we we decided uh, one of the things we did was we just opened our doors an hour earlier so that people were not waiting outside our scott mission building for for even to come in for our community hot meal program and so uh, things like that just practical ways to just say come inside sit and uh whether it's with our hot meal program whether it's with our, our full drop-in program that we're doing at scott mission um, we're just trying to find the ways, especially in a, in a time like this, and especially with last week and whatever comes in the future in this area, uh, to serve them well. And you guys can only do so much, as you said. You're all, you're already That's at right. capacity, right, with 66 beds. Um, so if somebody wanted to stay and and said, you know, I, I'd like to just stay inside and, and feel safe overnight, did you have the ability to do that? Uh, we we. Um, yeah, I mean, we do definitely. Our shelter's full. Yeah. Um, and but yet our yet our shelter staff do a tremendous job. Our caseworkers do a tremendous job. Of course. With referrals and uh, and trying to find other solutions. If if we can't do that, uh, reaching out to other agencies and and talking directly to the city just to find you know where are those spaces that people can go and and so uh, like I said, it's it's working together to try to <laughs> each person who comes through our doors trying to find the, the right answer for them. And in, I guess that's. And I guess, Jonathan, that's what I'm trying to get to, right? Like you have 66 yeah. beds, you are at capacity, you're doing all you can for the community and you've done that, Scott Mission's done that for many, many years. But I really just want our listeners and myself to know how hard is it 
to run, uh, you know, shelter and all of the programs that you said, holistically speaking, uh, and and helping people. Um, how hard is it if someone were to come and say, hey, I, I really would just like to be safe in the space, but you're at capacity and you're communicating with other shelters. And I'm sure the other shelters are also at capacity as well. Yeah, they definitely are. It's it's right across the city. Um, in our shelter in particular, the average stay right now is two and a half years. Wow. And we've got a few guys that have been with us for more than 10, even 12 years. And so finding housing solutions, whether it's emergency shelter or even affordable, you know, permanent affordable housing is is a is a big priority and a huge need right now. And it's only increasing with, you know, the cost of living going up and inflation and, and rentals. It's, uh, it's a growing issue that we all need to to be aware of and, and do what we can on together. Uh, I have to run, Jonathan, but, you know, as I, I was talking to Joe Mahavik yesterday, who's a former city councillor, he comes on our show mm. every, uh, you know, on a regular basis, and we talk about some of the top headlines of uh, of the week. And I asked him, like, what is the top issue that the new mayor has to deal with on day one? And he talks about, you know, transition, uh, you know, transitioning and all of that. But I think homelessness needs to be the yes. first issue that the new mayor needs to tackle head on. I mean, I agree the the budget and trying to wade through all of that is important because that will then feed into other programs. But I feel homelessness is at the top of that list. And I'm sure that you would agree with that. A hundred percent. I mean, it's a, it's a growing issue. There's not a lot of practical solutions in the city right now. And, uh, and it's great to be talking about it. Uh, but we definitely need to see, uh, the, the government at, at, at all levels, um, in this country, you know, take decisive action to really, um, you know, make a difference and, and make progress in this area. Jonathan, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Maggie. That was Jonathan Miller. He is the chief ministry officer at the Scott mission. They are, I mean, they've been around for so long doing great work in the city, providing shelter, but also a number of programs, as he said, holistically looking at how do they help those who are street involved. Important, important work in our city.